coming in, depending upon where you are in this world, coming in inshaAllah Wednesday. From Wednesday coming in to Thursday inshaAllah if everything in the moon is on schedule then Laylatul Raqaib inshaAllah Thursday night. The holy night of the passing of the light of Sayyidina Muhammad from his father to the mother's womb inshaAllah Sayyidina Aminah's womb. And this is a night of immense blessings and immense joy that 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 reality was now coming and going to manifest the zuhur of Sayyidina Muhammad upon this earth. So this holy month of Rajab inshaAllah starting next week we have an awrad, we have an etiquette on how to greet the month, how to wash and shower before the arrival of the month, the night before the month is coming in. If it's coming in on Thursday then would be Wednesday, if it's coming Wednesday then would be Tuesday after Asr, shower, wash and send the salutations and greeting that Allah dress us from the lights and bless us from the lights of the holy month of Rajab and to receive its lights and its blessings. And then we have the awrah, the, the du'as of Rajab, the du'a of the saint of Rajab and the recitations that the Grand Shaykhs of the Naqshbandi order have put together for us. For those who are online under the app it's under the section of the months and you click on Rajab. For those who are on Facebook it's already been posted all over our Facebook pages. You can click those PDFs and print them out. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem, Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem, Atiyullah, Atiya Rasulullahul Amri Minkum. And that always a reminder from myself and Abdul Ajeez, Da'eef, O Miskeen, O Zalim, O Jahan. And if not by the grace of Allah that we are still in existence. Today and every time has a, a different reality. And in these days of heaviness and darkness and so many bad, bad actions, bad lights, it's very difficult for insan. It's difficult because of the heaviness of shayateen that they put upon insan. It's difficult for them to complete their deen. And Allah knows, Prophet knows and Ulul Am. No. Some people say that say we went to some traditional scholars, those of a, of a Sufi tasawwuf understanding and they talk soft but they give a lot of rules. Do this, do that, don't do this, do that, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. Do this, don't do that and kept going and became heavy and they teach differently than your Naqshbandi order. And Mawlana Shaykh's understanding and example always in our lives and like a, if you see these schools for mountain climbing they have a wall and they have all these places where you're supposed to put your hands and feet and it's a huge wall. Some of the more advanced locations are very huge and they even go this up and then they go backwards up. Like, ah, how do you even go up vertically and then how do you do that backward? You have to be like Spider-Man already like with your finger strength. And they give an example that 
Okay, they're explaining this world of Islam. The difference between these awliyaullah who are Rashideen, Mahdeen and Allah granted them comedy. These awliyaullah they're different than 90% of even those who claim they're Sufiya, they have tasawwuf and tazkiyat and naf training but they don't do any tafakkur and they thought that all their uloom, their knowledge was from reading about awliya and, oh you should talk soft, you should do like this, you should do… it's not achieved by a book, it was achieved by accompanying a teacher who crushed you day and night, didn't smile and happy with you but put you through continuous testing continuous humiliation, continuous crushing so that you became like powder. Itaqullah wa alimukumullah Not the knowledge that you gained from reading but they wanted <laughs> continuous crushing is not a knowledge that gained by books but they took them to a high level of taqwa so that they are mutaqeen. Not taqwa you say that you fear Allah but the Christian humiliated you so much to see your istiqam and your firmness. Not that they teach you to be fluent in Arabic and now here to memorize Holy Qur'an, memorize Holy Hadith. Those are different schools, that's a different reality. These whom Allah sending as guides, they can be from that and they can be not with that. But they've been tried and tested, that their mutaqeen they've been so crushed that their hearing is reaching perfection, their seeing all their senses are reaching perfection, their sense of touch is reaching perfection. Means their sense of taste is reaching perfection, all these realities begin to open, Allah begins to teach them with malaika, with awliya, with nabiyeen, siddiqeen, shuhadahi wa salihin, all come to them and begin to teach them. As a result they are the souls that guide from malakut, not only from dunya but their reality is from the world of light. So the example that Mawlana Shaykh gives for us to understand the difference of guidance is that they're on top of the wall and they're telling you, hold tight, hold this rope. As soon as you take their rope all they asked from you was keep your muhabbat and your love because if you lose your love you let go of the rope. Because shaitan keep coming to you, let go, let go as if you're going to hurt them. And he's not good anymore, we don't like him, he's not like this, he's not like that. All that shaitan wounds is for you to let go. So that's why all they teach is keep good manners. Keep good manners and muhabbat. If you keep good manners and muhabbat, they have firasa, they have spiritual vision. When their spiritual vision sees the room 
is filled with souls. They see them like people of light right next to your personality. And then there are angels in the room that come and take a light from the shaykh's heart and put a rope onto somebody's heart. And as soon as you're in their association they lock you. And that is what Allah is describing, alhamdulillah. The farq, don't, don't make separation, don't make differences between them. They're going to put a lock onto you whether you're here or whether you're on the internet. As soon as you put your nazar upon them, you put your focus upon them, their nazar from satellite. They don't use ground telephone, they don't use a phone that requires dishes from the earth because they don't need access to your earthly file. As soon as you put a nazar upon them their worldly reality, their light reality immediately drops down and puts the tether upon your heart and your soul. Their way of guidance is that you keep good, keep good character, keep your love, make sure that Allah's happy with you. You do your responsibilities to the best of your ability and they're not responsible to continuously tell you all of these rules and rules and rules because the other one is operating where he can't go up the wall himself. He's struggling to go up the wall himself and he just is able to describe to the student, there's another place here for your hand, there's another place here for your foot, there's another place for your hand. So in, in their talks they give many rules, oh you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you should do this, you should do that. It's just describing the wall to you and in this day and age very dangerous because they know that Shaitan has put a burden upon everyone. So everybody looking at that wall already has a backpack with 200 pounds of bad character, bad desires, all sorts of influences whether it's coming through their television, through their telephone, through their schools, through every environment, through their food. The 200 pounds on your back, look at that wall and keep pointing out all the problems as if you put another 200 pounds on the person they say, ugh, this backpack and that wall I'm never going to make it. And they run and they barely do their practices, they barely come to the associations. So the hikmah and the wisdom of this different guidance is they don't describe all of these difficulties. They basically come and tell you, think about love, do your practices that your wajib what Allah wanted you to do to keep that love because those are all acts of love. Don't give and Allah says in Qur'an, don't ask that which will cause you harm, just don't ask a lot of questions about rules that you're never going to do, don't ask for awrads that you're never going to practice, don't ask for something you will be accountable for. Better to stay ignorant, hold on to your rope and then they show that they will lift you up. They will lift you up. All they need is for you to show up, keep good manners, don't cut your rope. Just sit there and they're going to begin to pull. But as a might of Allah it's not but a drop, it's not something difficult. 
it's not difficult for them to uplift because it is that Allah, is that the Rasul, is that the Mu'mineen, can is that Allah be something that anyone understands? No, it's not difficult. In one instant they lift these associations, as soon as they, st- as soon as they start they can be in the presence of Prophet Immediate when they mention Imam Ali Salama is right in front of them. As soon as the association begin, their souls move into that presence, look everybody in and move right up. Every difficulty, every badness, every bad character was washed and brought up. Do you think that all the bad will go up to Allah? It will be burned and incinerated. It's nothing. They don't sit back and say, look at this wall, it's so difficult, oh my God, so many holes because he hasn't climbed either. But these Allah the awtad, one category of these awliyaullah, they are like mountains. Think of Mount Everest, the biggest mountain. Allah described these awtad, they are like mountains, they are pigs, they, they keep the earth from shaking. And then they came <laughs> tafsir that mountains like, like Mount Everest actually keep the earth from its shake. Without the mountains the earth was vibrating and moving and oscillating everywhere. Allah placed the mountain like a peg that you hammer your tent into. Who's more powerful, the mountain or these awliya? Allah says, if I give the Qur'an to the mountain it will be dust. But Sayyidina Muhammad firm, standing, imagine those inheriting from that reality. They inherit from the lights of Holy Qur'an, they inherit from the lights of Holy Hadith. They walk with that reality. As a result they lift people up, they describe but they keep it with love so that you feel so happy just holding. And they keep telling you, just do actions of good because we're going to pull a little bit more, put your foot gently and we're going up. And do a little bit more good, you're going to put your foot here, we're going to lift up, they're going to lift up, they're going to lift up. They are lifting and the whole way all that shaitan wants is cut your rope, cut your rope, run from them, leave them. Every type of waswas and whisper is to leave. So when Allah addresses their reality, their rashidin, the kasifat al-rashid, the guidance Allah has given to them and written for them irshad. They have haqiqat al-irshad and we spoke before on the six levels of guidance. Allah gave them those levels, the last of which gave irshad and guidance. As a result ijazah came from Allah came from Prophet to the ulul am upon this earth that this one is Rashidin has been granted by Allah and as a result his Rashidin and his shaykhs have made him to be Mahdiin. That we're all waiting in the last days for Imam Mahdi He is the most of the Mahdiin but Mahdiin actually is Muhammadan guides. All of these awliyaullah are Sayyidina Mahdi's tajalli. Because this izzat and mu'mineen that coming upon the earth right now is in the hands of Sayyidina Imam al-Husayn I mean Imam al-Mahdi 
as a result of this power coming from Izzatullah, Izzat Rasul and the highest authority upon this earth of Sayyidina Mahdi as a result of the light, the fragrance and the beautific perfection of Imam Mahdi anyone his light hits makes them to be Mahdeen. So means Allah gave them irshad and all sifat then Prophet perfected them as Muhammad and Hadi and gave them to be Mahdi'een. As a result of Rashidin and Mahdi'een, Allah making them Kamileen. They are becoming common and each in their darajat more common others than others. But their guidance is so much different. They don't need to tell you rules because they didn't think you're going to be able to do it anyways. And these stations they're talking about is not you take one, two, three steps and you go. All that they describe you can't even get off the ground. You can describe all day long and people won't lift one foot off the ground. So they don't need to give you all those rules. All they need to know is you're doing what Allah and keeping Allah to be happy, be good, have good character. Keep the way of love, have the love of Prophet hold on we're going for a ride. And with that love is the strongest bond. Not with your aqal, with your mind you keep holding and letting go. Say, so he's not lifting me, they're not lifting me. And then you be tested, how he didn't lift you then how all that barakah came to you? How did everything open for you? It was from your cleverness something came to you. Every dollar that comes your way, every breath you take, everything you've been granted is from Sayyidina Qasim Sayyidina Muhammad I am the one Prophet described that distributes the provision of Allah So they understood that everything coming from that connection, from that love, so the all they want is keep that love, you'll be lifted, you'll be lifted, you'll be lifted. They don't need to describe excessive amount of rules where people running now. They say, oh that was a, Suf a Sufi teacher, he gave so many rules and then they ran and nobody can keep them. They give meat to people who have no teeth. You're giving all these usul and all these fiqr, all these rules to people who have no teeth. What they're going to do, choke on the meat? Before hundred years whatever you taught of rules people were doing it, they had strong aqeedah. Now nobody believes in anything. If you give them too much they can't chew it, they can't dissolve it, they can't digest it, they will leave it. But what everybody can do is love and they're sadiq, they're truthful to love and they teach you be truthful to love. If it's love you won't then act like you love. Do from love, support from love, a company with love, they're lifting. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzati amma yasifoon wa salaamu ala mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil Bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bi siri Surah al-Fatiha. All these nats and all these singing are so important. Let's see why are we singing so much? That singing is like watering your soul. These were citations like watering your soul, watering your soul. Until one day we wake up and say, oh my gosh, I didn't achieve this station by my actions.
these things that people think I'm very high, I walk the earth and people think, you must be very high. I only got it by my love of Sayyidina Muhammad They knew it, they realized it and then they wrote about it. We pray that Allah always keep us in the company of lovers and to achieve immense love. With that love in an instant you'll be in Divinely Presence, no difficulty at all. But you can spend 10,000 lifetimes doing it your own way and you get nowhere. But we accompany those whom love like a rocket Allah sends us into the Divinely Presence inshaAllah.